Go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Ah, oh, man, I hate when this happens. I forget one little thing and everything goes all down the tubies. At least for the moment. All right. Let's try that again. Intro! Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening and welcome to Firefox. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online.
Well, it would seem the media got their opportunity to go into the facility at Donna, Texas. Just one minor catch. Newsmax was the only outlet to really, really talk about it a lot. Yes, they covered other news, but they did an extensive coverage of what's happening in Donna, Texas and on the border. CNN and MSNBC both blanketed their networks with uh, all-day coverage of the Chauvin trial, and Fox News was iffy at best. They would bounce back and forth and only give about two or three minutes at the most, maybe five minutes tops to either Chauvin or the border or something else. They didn't stick to one story for any length of time. Now, I know that sounds like a lot of minor stuff to really get into, but let's face the reality. We're talking about the mainstream media. And quite frankly, it does get a bit monotonous. But I've got to give it to Newsmax. I have to give them props because they did bring the crisis on the border a lot more coverage than the other networks ever thought of doing. And the reason for that is because they see the problem for what it is. Now, of course, I could sit here and talk about the border till the cows come home, but I don't have a bank of reporters and so forth to go down to the border and cover it like they do. So, yeah, I think Newsmax did a far superior job of reporting on the situation down there. Now, yes, they reported on the court case involving the former police officer and stuff. But let's face the reality. You know, when CNN and MSNBC both show the same camera angles, the same exact stuff, well, now you got to ask yourself a bigger question. What the fuck are they doing? They're not even talking about the crisis on the border. They're sitting on their fat asses, collecting a paycheck, doing the bidding of the Democrats. Oh, we kind of knew that already, didn't we? So I I guess in a way we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place and nowhere to turn. I mean, if you want honest journalism, you got to go hunting for it nowadays. Uh, at least in the major markets like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. Uh, I didn't see what One American News Network was doing because I really didn't have the opportunity. So I really cannot comment on what they did. Now, I will say this for Fox News. They did at least give the same amount of time to each story they talked about. But that's all they did. They didn't take what's happening on the border seriously by the look of it. And I think that's a mistake because I saw what Newsmax was presenting and they showed these kids being crammed, literally crammed into these cages. They're not pods. That's just liberal double talk bullshit, you know, sugarcoating for what these things really are. And, and I'm sorry to say this America, but this is, exactly what we're getting from the Democrats. Liberal double talk, liberal bullshit, liberal nonsense. Now, it's a safe bet that with the reporters that did push the issue, Republican senators who pushed the envelope and kept pushing. In fact, I saw a video 
which was shot the day before they went in, okay? Before they went in to see this stuff and before Senator Cruz shot his now very, very well-seen video of this woman blocking his view so he cannot show us what's being done in these cages. They're literally stacking these kids up like cords of wood. I mean, if you had to sit there and actually think about it, this is exactly what we're we're seeing down there. They showed it on Newsmax. It is happening, okay? It's a humanitarian crisis, to be sure, but it's one that Joe Biden and his dictatorship have created. I am so sick and tired of seeing this kind of garbage from the Democrats. It is not even funny. So I want you to think about this, America. Joe Biden couldn't have won this election without help. And he got help because fraudulent ballots were counted. And it's not funny. Yeah, the Democrats are sitting there going, oh, here we go again. We're hearing more about the 2020 election being stolen. That's fake news. No, it's not fake news. The evidence is overwhelming. It happened. So for Joe Biden to win this election without help, wasn't going to happen. When you've got 74 to 75 million people voting for Donald Trump, and there's no way, no way Joe Biden should have won that. He didn't have nearly enough. Stealing it is probably the only way they could fix it. Well, now, Democrats, you got your wish. You got your power back. But here's what your problem is. You've got we, the American people, who are pissed off, ticked off, tired and Quite frankly, we're at the boiling point because all you're doing is socialist communist bullshit. Okay? Your boy, Biden, is sitting in the Oval Office. He can't even remember what he had for breakfast, I'm sure. He probably can't remember what he said five minutes ago, to be certain. So let's get one thing straight. The crisis on our border right now is not only a crisis, it is a dire emergency, a real disaster. And if you don't do something about it, you're going to fucking lose everything. And this country is going to be fucked over royal worse than it already is under Biden. Putting Kamala Harris in there is no better. She's about as sharp as a dull knife any day of the week. So Democrats, Force Joe Biden to reinstate the Trump-era policies regarding that wall. Have it finished up. Fix this before it becomes such a disaster. I mean, you've got MS-13 coming over. You've got human traffickers coming over. You've got... And what is this nonsense? Catch and release. You're not catching them. You're just letting them go. And how many are really being tested for COVID? None that I'm aware of. Oh, sure, your administration claims they're being tested, but are they? America, it's time to wake up. What's happening on our southern border? For all of you in southern states, this is red alert. All hands on deck. It's time to speak up or stick your head in the sand. Take your choice. There is no other choice involved. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast globally on social media right now.
And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Sorry about the delay, folks. Getting back to the studio, Mike. But, unfortunately, Mother Nature caught me at the last second. <sighs> Excuse me, just one moment. I gotta walk away. I'm not gonna take the microphone where I was because... Actually, might make for a great sound effect. Who knows? But let's face it. America, our rights, our freedoms, our very national security is going right down the... And then some. Trust me, it's going down the drain, down the tubbies. <laughs> now, uh, for those of you uh, waiting to get on the phone lines, well, you just have to bear with me for just a moment while I grab my, cu my cup of coffee from the Firefox News Online Studios kitchen. Thought I had plenty of time getting things together, and then nature called. God, I hate when that happens, you know? Uh, I took a lesson from having set up my share of AA meetings over the years. You know, putting the coffee on and everything. Mm. Well, I keep a fresh cup of, small cup of water to rinse the spoon off, off into after stirring a cup of coffee. Now then. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah. Camera. Found my Camp Smith hat, finally. Uh, actually, I sat on it. <laughs> I went to sit. I, I, was, I stumbled backwards, landed in this uh, other office chair that I have here, uh, <laughs> which is right by the Christmas tree, and... Yes, I still have my Christmas tree up. I'm not taking it down. Nowhere to put it, except where it is. So, it'll be ready for Christmas. Uh, so, I sit down in this chair. I didn't even know the hat was there. And all of a sudden, oop, what the heck is this? Huh? Out, out comes the hat. Good thing I didn't fart. I'd have to fumigate the hat. All right, all right. 
Yeah, Skype Connect is currently out of order. Nobody can use Skype to, to call in with. So I don't know. I say, I do believe we have the, the, the crazy Cajun uh, from, when, from down there in Louisiana on the, on the phone lines. Uh, by the way, folks, <clears throat> just, to let your every, just to remind everyone, over the next two weeks, Firefox News Online will only be on for two hours a night due to medical testing, physical therapy, and God knows what else my doctor may throw at me before the two weeks is over. You know what I'm afraid she's going to throw at me next? A brick right in the face to, 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 to make me uglier than I already am. <laughs> well, that's actually, that's, um, that's not true, but you get the idea. So, Mike, what's going on, dude? Where you been? Oh, not too much. And we, pretty, we pretty well established. You talked about Mother Nature earlier. We pretty well established that she can be a real bitch sometimes. Oh, you, you know? can say that again, brother. So, Telling you. <laughs> Mother Nature's so, yeah. a bitch on wheels, and she don't have any qualms about letting us know about it. And speaking of, speaking of, uh, speaking of, of women and how they treat, uh, there's an old joke about how they how they treat discipline. Some women treat discipline. There's an old jo joke from uh, I guess the first time I heard it was from uh, uh, Bill Cosby talking about his mother and the worst beating he ever got. You know, in terms of discipline, and he said, "I I knew my mother had had enough when she said when she said." Uh, I'm just sick and tired. Well, Pete, the American people are about that right now. They're about sick and tired of this crap. Ain't that the truth? You know? I mean, Cherokee Rose is watching by way of twitch.tv tonight, as always. <clears throat> and she says, yep, the border situation is truly out of control. And when I said... It's going down the drain, and by the way, I don't know if anybody heard. <clears throat> Excuse me. My allergies are are starting up on me really bad, so I've got congestion from the from my allergies. So if I start sounding gravelly, you know why. But get this, folks. Cherokee Rose agrees that it's the truth. Our our, our this the, the situation is going right down the crapper. And when I hit that switch and the wave goes troubles down the drain, uh, I wish it would happen with, with 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 what's in the White House, what's in the Congress and the Senate. They're called Democrats. Sound about right, Mike? Sound about right. We need Roto Rooter. Call Roto Rooter. That's yeah. the name. And the way goes troubles down the drain. God, I am. I still remember that jingle. Holy shit! Yeah, well, what do you expect, folks? Who use that thing? I am an old fart. Hey, well, Mike, what was that? I couldn't quite catch on that. Say again. Hey, us old folks, you know we ain't we ain't too good on the hearing there, you know. 
But the problem is, they use that jingle forever. I know. Did Roto Rooter. <clears throat> and you don't see them advertised much anymore. I don't know if they're still in business or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know there's, there's a couple of them here and there in Louisiana. I just mostly, mostly in the biggest cities, you know. Shit, Baton I remember. Do you remember the Tidy yeah, Ball Man? Oh yeah. Hey, listen. I'll tell you what. I, I we had a running gag when I was a kid growing up. Me and my me and my friends. Anytime, because we didn't dare swear around our parents. But anytime we felt like you know being creative, well, a friend of mine thought of this one. I wish I had, but I still remember it to this day. He goes. Hey, remember when we used to watch Batman a lot? And I said, we still do. You know? And he goes, well, anytime we want to say holy shit, all we have to do is say holy tidy ball man, Batman. And we'll know what we're talking about, but our folks won't. Problem was, our folks figured it out because of the way we said it. Holy tiny ball man, Batman. My mother threatened to wash my mouth out with yeah. soap if I ever did it again. And I said, Mom, I didn't swear, though. And she said, I know you, you were thinking it, though. And that's just as bad. So better straighten up, boy. Parents are so good at figuring shit out, aren't they? Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of figuring things out, I figure it's it's a good it's a good time as any to say howdy to our friend Gunslinger. Hello, Gun. Yo yo yo. Yes. <clears throat> we, the fellow Yo Yos of America, are now assembled. So, yeah. all right, guys, I mean, let me run this yeah, by you. Yeah. All right, fellas, I'm going to run this question by you. I want to get your honest opinions here. Fox News did it sporadically, at best. CNN and MSNBC didn't hardly talk about it at all. It didn't even talk about it, from what I could tell. They were too busy covering that, uh, that police officer that's on trial. And I can't say anything about One American News because I, I didn't check them out. I should have, but I didn't. So here's the question I have for you guys to start us off with a bang. If, if, if the border crisis is now being seen for what it is, is this a, a, a direct smack in the, in the puss, figuratively speaking, of course, to Joe Biden and his dictatorship as well as the Democrats in the Congress and the Senate who are letting him get away with it. Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Mike. Well, yeah, I mean, look at, look at, what, they're, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're hiding, okay? They don't, want to not, they don't want the American people to see just how bad it is. Because it would make their boy look 
like a dickhead. Well, wait a minute, he is. Well, besides the point. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, they're going to keep it hush hush. Okay, they don't want they don't want that getting out because it would only prove one thing and one thing only. Trump was right. Okay, and they they they'd soon take an ass beating and to do what they're doing. Living, letting them kids and all that shit live in like animals, I guess, in a cage. Ooh, wait a minute, they are in a cage. Um, so yeah, instead of doing the right thing and admitting that they were wrong and initiating Trump's, you know, thing that he did, they're continuing to let this continue. They don't care. They fucking don't care. That's another thing that ought to prove to you that these fucking Democrats don't give a rat's ass about anything. You, me, those people, doesn't matter, even though they are illegal. <clears throat> I mean, it's always, you know, give them some food and medical attention and some clothes and send them back home until they can legally come over here the legal way. It's what Trump did. So what the hell is wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but they're just letting them pile up like garbage. <clears throat> Boy, these people, I mean, like I said, that's not American. That's anti-American. You know, at least Trump gave him some, you know, some don't wouldn't pack them in there like sardines, you know, and <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, believe me, I, I, I think <clears throat> packing them in like cordwood, sardine cans, call what you will. But I think, you know, doing doing this to them, they're, they're only creating a humanitarian crisis that's putting a, a stain on America itself. I mean... There was a time in this country's history when, you know, people came to Ellis Island. They came through Ellis Island. Those who had serious illnesses and whatnot didn't get to stay. They got sent back. Or they ended up dying right there on Ellis Island. But they had medical facilities there. I saw a video... I think you posted it in the FFNO News and Topic uh, group message room that uh, that was done by the Repu- by the Republicans the night before Ted Cruz went in and tried to get pictures, uh, video. This is before the media went in. Now again, I I got to I got to say Newsmax did a far better job than the than than Fox. CNN and MSNBC combined. I really, I got to give them a lot of props. They covered it quite well. Problem is, all the coverage in the world isn't going to change the humanitarian crisis that Biden has created. Yes, they came here illegally, but treat them like human beings. You know, they're being treated like animals. And small children don't deserve that treatment. If you saw the pictures, the recent pictures, where they're literally, quite literally at times, laying on, almost laying on top of one another, they're, they're packed in there so tight. It was, it's unbelievable. And everything that Biden's doing is going totally against the, the immigration laws that we have on the books currently. All right, Mike, what do you say to all this? 
Absolutely. And here's, here's something else to think about with what Trump did. Trump, what Trump did, yeah, he set, he started fixing our border problems. But because of what he did, the other countries started to fix their border problems as well. You know? I mean, look at what Mexico has been doing on its southern border. And some of the other countries down down that way. Now, will it change? Will what they've done change any? Because the idiots in the White House, maybe, maybe not. But but we'll have to see. Yeah, you know, they're stacking them up on the court. What? Even Obama didn't do this. It was bad under Obama. But this is this is not this is on the magnitude of crap. It's net deep. It's chin deep. We're in chin deep right now because of because of this guy in the White House. And like you said, like you said, uh, George, it ain't gonna get any better. When I'm not saying if, when uh, heels up, Harris takes over. Back to you. Well, and, and yeah, it's 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 literally um, gotten to the point where if if you if you really put your mind to it, the situation is by leaps and bounds a disaster. A, a complete and utter disaster. And one has to ask the question, at what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do we tell the government, put back the, the, the policies that Trump had in place because they worked? We didn't have this this insanity going on on our border. When is it going to when are, when are the American people going to start speaking out and saying no more? There are they're literally letting them letting a lot of them just the ones that they don't keep they're sent, they they're allowed to just go. And they're not being tested for COVID like they should. Sure, the mainstream media is saying they are, but <laughs> that's because the government says they are, or the dictatorship is saying it. And just because they say it, don't make it so. One has to one has to really wonder: at what point do we say no more? All right. George, one other thing about this, and what the other thing that makes it really, really bad is because the guys that are supposed to be patrolling the border for illegals, they're, re, they're quote, reassigning them to, quote, uh, what's the term they're using? Processing these people. 
That's what that's what the word is. Job they shouldn't be they, doing at all, which is a job they shouldn't be shouldn't be existing. They should be patrolling the border, not quote processing these people. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a, a, a link to an image in the chat room. I'm gonna show it on camera in just a second. What you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, is by and large what we're talking about here. And uh, this is, believe me when I tell you, this is <clears throat> this is just what what's going on down on the border. Take a look at this. Take a look at this. In 2014, it was chain link fence. In 2021, it's this. It's this. They call them pods. It's a fan. It's a fancy liberal speak for cages. This is how they're being stacked in there. Look at how many are in just one pod. Uh, Cage, sorry, just one cage. Look at this. This is insanity. This is what we're what we're seeing on the southern border. This is in Donna, Texas, by the way. This is Donna, Texas. This is unex unacceptable. This is inexcusable. This is absolutely to say the least, inexcusable, what they're doing down there. Now check this out. This is from One America News. The Biden administration has finally allowed journalists to enter the Donna CBP Migrant Center in Texas for an organized press visit. Footage released by mainstream networks on Tuesday showed clean and organized groups of migrants undergoing medical and biometric procedures. This came in stark difference with the shots released by Project Veritas and Senator Ted Cruz, Republican from Texas, which showed unsanitary conditions and overcrowding in Biden's border camps. We want to know why we're seeing this crazy border surge. Because Joe Biden told the world, come on in. Catch and release is back in business. This is madness. It's got to stop. This is what Ted Cruz said. In a tweet that he released that shows, that shows video... In fact, I'm going to show this video on um, on the on the screen in just a moment. But I'm going to I want to put the uh, link to this in the chat room so that you guys see it. Uh, can we'll see what the video looks like? It's in the tweet. So there's that. Okay, now bear with me while I uh, again make that. All important switch. 
Uh, yeah, I'm doing really good here. My fingers aren't cooperating. Okay. Now I got to set this up proper. And unfortunately, it's not letting me do that. This the video you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, those of you watching on the video platforms, is Senator Ted Cruz's video that he took while the Republican senators were in Donna, Texas. This is before the media went in, I, I, I might add. Take a look at this. Uh, wait a minute. I got to... I got to fix the audio here. Somewhere along the line, it got muted, and I don't know how. I am respecting you. Respect. I am respecting you. All right. Now let's try this again. Please give dignity to the people. Please give dignity to the people. So you work for the commissioner, your senior advisor. You were hired two weeks ago, and you're instructed to ask us to not have any pictures taken here. Please respect the people. Because the, the political rules. leadership at DHS does not want the American people to know it. Please respect the rules, You keep sir. standing in, in front of the pictures, so Please you don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary, Please and they're designed the to keep the American the people, people in the dark. give the people dignity and respect. That's all we ask. Dignity well, no, it's and not. respect. You're asking, is this Please. dignity and respect? Look Please at these people. There, there's a pandemic. Please give dignity and respect to the people. Let, let me ask, ask you. you. There, there's a I pandemic. I respectfully ask you, sir. There is a pandemic. Like is this respecting the rights of these I kids? I ask you. Please Are you respecting the, the rights of these this kids? This is not a zoo, sir. Please yeah. don't treat the people. You're right. And this is a dangerous place. Please don't treat the and people like this. And your policies, unfortunately, are trying to hide them. I understand you were instructed. When 18 I senators ask you came to down here, respect the people, give them dignity I respect, and respect them, and I want to fix this situation. We all want and to fix this. The administration this, you're working for is responsible anymore. for these conditions. Please respect the people with dignity okay. and respect. And sir. I ask you to respect the, the people as well. This I am respecting you. Respect. I am respecting is, the people. This is not respect. What you just saw was video. And what you just heard on, what you hopefully heard on the, the on the radio platforms as well, was Ted Cruz arguing with a person who had only been hired two weeks before this video was shot. I might add. And you heard the exchange. This woman would not get out of his face, but you were able to see, even with her trying to block the view, the conditions. Conditions that I showed just moments ago in that picture, that still image. That's the way it is right now. There's no clean facility per se. You've got people stacked in there like cords of wood, for God's sakes. Now, I want to get some comments here from uh, Cherokee Rose, who's watching, as I said, by way of twitch.tv. And ladies and gentlemen, by the way, 
if you go to mewe.com slash Firefox News Online, gab.com slash Firefox News Online, or I hate mentioning this one, but facebook.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N, uh, you'll find the links to the video platforms as well as the radio platforms uh, where you can, where you'll see this. Now this, this broadcast, like all my broadcasts will be uploaded to rumble.com slash the F F N O I B N. So you'll be able to see this in its entirety as well. And, uh, what Cherokee Rose said in the, in the Twitch chat is the following ranchers down by the air, by the board, <clears throat> Excuse me. Ranchers down by the border in Arizona fear for their lives. Border Patrol is capturing 50 illegals a day, and that's just attempting to cross one rancher's property. You know, a large number of them are drug runners for cartels. And you're right, Cherokee Rose. A lot of them are drug runners for the cartels, uh, human traffickers, you know. And and these these human traffickers and drug cartels are getting big bucks. Practically every person's life savings just to be brought to this country illegally. And I agree with, with her on this one also. Cherokee Rose, you said a mouthful. Ted Cruz is awesome. What he showed spoke volumes. And again, this was before today. When you had uh, the, main, the, the when you had the the journalists allowed to go in, they needed to. The, the reason they wanted to show a clean uh, environment and all this other stuff, or attempt to, which by the way, Newsmax wasn't being fooled, not in the least, because what they showed, <laughs> yeah, there were some clean spots, you know, per se. But then they showed those cages. <laughs> they showed the cages. You saw child after child, literally, shoulder to shoulder. And in some cases, shoulder on top of shoulder. Okay? Uh, if you're hearing a lot of, if you're hearing this, it's my medication uh, container. I forgot to take my uh, nighttime dose of my metformin. And my heart and my high blood pressure meds. So I got to take that before too, before this night is over. So I'm going to do that now. Please forgive me. But I take care of my health as much as possible. So. Mm, we're, we're seeing a lot of that. Now Cherokee Rose went on to say, you know, when she was talking about respect the people, respect the people. The Biden is the Biden dictatorship is not respecting us, not in the least. We, the American people, are supposed to be respected by having our borders safe and secure, and we're not getting that at all. So who the fuck is she bullshitting? So Cherokee Rose said, "The people, <laughs> we are the effing people." Two thumbs way up, Cherokee Rose. And she said of that woman, by the way, in the video, she should have been arrested for being in the senator's face. Unfortunately, I hate to have to say this, and it, and it really pains me to have to say this, 
She was ordered to do that, and there really wasn't anything that they could do to stop her. Technically, she was doing her job as she was ordered to do. Now, if she had put her hands on the senator, that would have been a different story. Then there was no way to protect her from being arrested for assault. I was I was waiting to see if she actually tried putting her hands on the senator because that would have been big time trouble for her. Mm. But guys, there's more. To, there's just one more paragraph in this story that that I was reading, and it says the Biden administration has failed to acknowledge its role in the latest surge of human smuggling at the Mexico border which has grounded the U.S. immigration system to a halt. And by the way, that came from, the, 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 this, is, this article came from One America News. Um, so yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Now here's another, right. another article that I want to bring into this. And we're going to, so we can talk about this too. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki fails to explain why illegal minors get education while U.S. kids don't. Check this out. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki failed to explain why teachers in San Diego are providing in-person classes to illegal alien minors but refused to teach American kids. Uh, a reporter asked, asked Jen Psaki, I'd like to find out what the White House thinks about what's happening in San Diego, where some public school teachers are providing in-person, in-person instruction at the San Diego Convention Center to migrant children before their own public school students. Well, I know you guys have done a fair amount of reporting on this, so maybe you'll have more details. This is what Saki responded with, adding, As I understand it, San Diego public schools are opening in early April. The press secretary claimed U.S. schools are opening are, are on spring break, which she believes justified redirecting teachers to teach illegal illegal alien children. She also touted hybrid learning for U.S. children while defending in-person classes for illegal minors. These kids are going back to school for hybrid learning. We, of course, want to have... We, of course, want that to be five days a week, and we're confident... We'll get there early next month. I believe they're also on spring break right now. So these teachers are, I'm not sure if it's volunteer or paid. You'd have to ask the local school district while the kids are on spring break, which I think the context is pretty important. Now, critics have said Joe Biden's policies are advancing the erosion of America's education system. Let me let me see if I can paint a really really good picture here, guys, for you for you on this one, so I can get a really you know, so we can get a really good discussion on this. 
the kids here in our, the the children born and 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 being raised in our country, American children, are being denied a proper education, in person education, in person learning, because the teachers' unions don't want to go back into the classrooms, but yet they're willing to teach illegal alien minors in person. What I'm trying to figure out, and what I'd like to hear from you guys, maybe you can help me to figure this out, is how is that even fair to the American children that are being denied a proper education? Because I'm sure you've heard this, those who are learning by way of computer screen. Now, I sit in front of a computer screen doing my, doing, doing my journalistic best you know, every, every day of my, uh, that, I'm on, that I go on the air. But I'm an adult. I'm used to doing things with computers on a daily basis and grabbing information and, 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 and stories that help me to understand, to help, help me understand what's going on in our world, but also at the same time, help me, using the computer helps me to learn about things I don't know about. But I, again, I'm an adult. I'm used to this process. Children use computers for various things, including homework, but they're not meant to be classrooms. They're houses. They're, they're living rooms. And in some cases, yes, they're bedrooms where their computers are, are not meant to be classrooms. And there are, and when the, they, when they do this online classroom crap, Okay, you've got schools actually telling parents how their how their child's background is supposed to be, what they're allowed to wear, what they're not allowed to wear. They're dictating to a person's home what their child is going to wear. Now, I will grant you, you know, boys and girls shouldn't be in their pajamas. That's. I think that's a that that's a, a little just a little bit inappropriate to say the least. You know, dressed appropriately, but don't dictate what a child's going to have on their wall, okay? Behind them. Like this one kid had a Trump poster on his wall. The school all but ordered him to take it down. Told ordered his parents to take it down, or he would be, or he would be disciplined, or or he would have to be, or he, he would not be able to attend online classes. Now, adults doing college education online are used to that. Our kids are not used to being in an online classroom for four and five hours a day. You want, teach, you want the kids to be to be taught at home? Have them, give them an in-person tutor. Or better still, screw that. Just send them back to school. Opening in April? Schools have been closed since last year. With very few classes actually being open. Where you might have four or five children in, in, a, in a classroom... Out of normally a classroom is what fifteen to twenty kids. All right, guys, you heard the story. You heard what's going. What, what I said in regards to all this. 
to kind of add a little more context. Now I want to hear from you. So now, in reverse order, I'll start with Mike, and then I'll get Gunslinger's thoughts. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, what can you say about press secretary, press secretary Circleback? All right. Circleback, we got to circle back, you know? I mean, how basically on this show chronicled how much of how much not smart these Democrats are, right? And and shutting down the schools, okay, it may have served its per, it may have had to happen, but it served its purpose. Now open the damn things up, and not only is it bad for the kids, they want to be in school. Number one, they want to be with their friends. Number two, and now granted, you've got idiot teachers that don't want to go back, go back. They want basically that want to uh, teach from home and be paid for it or whatever and shit, or not do a thing and be paid for it. But that's that's another issue altogether. But um, but you've got that going on. But these teach these these guys want the kids want to be with their friends in school. And generally speaking, I mean, the way it used to be, now I'm not sure if it's this way anymore, but especially in the public schools, you needed butts in the seats to get the money from the federal government to fund your schools to pay the teachers. So, so in keeping these kids home from school, it's not only hurting the schools, it's not only hurting the kids, but it's hurting the schools as well. But that's, again, that's how much idiots these, these Democrats are, that they don't understand that not only are you hurting the, the, the kids by doing this, and I've heard reports of some of these kids committing suicide because they're not in school. They want to be in school. They want to be in there with their friends learning things. They don't, they know it's bad to be with this uh, online learning crap. Yeah, there are some that will thrive in this stuff, sure. But that's, that's a minor percentage of the amount of kids that are in the, are in the, are even in the, let's, this is, with the continental United States, you know, from sea to shining sea, you know. These kids know that it's bad. They know they want to be there, and these Democrats are not allowing it to happen. And, and it's not just the Democrats in the Washington. It's these, the higher-ups in the teachers' unions, you know. Particularly in places like New York and Chicago and L.A. and San Francisco, etc., 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 etc. You know, I mean, what can you say about these guys? They're causing so much damage to the country. It's not even funny. And uh, press secretary Circleback. Needs to get over her damn self. Back to you, George. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the way you refer to her as Circleback. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, Jen Saki, who probably needs to drink a lot more sake to get her brain cells working, uh, is definitely a Circleback person. I mean, she's a Circleback that probably goes for a circle jerk every once in a while. Uh, oh, did I say that out loud? That was supposed to be an internal thought in the back of my head. Oh, well. Uh, now, Cherokee... <laughs> George, you better watch yourself with those internal thoughts. You better watch yourself, George, with those internal thoughts. You may get kicked off the Internet. Mike. Mike. <laughs> really? I'm more concerned about seeing my my grandniece and nephew getting a proper education in school. I'm more concerned about America's children getting a proper education in person learning than I am about anything else. As far as getting kicked off the internet after after over 13 years of broadcasting, I think I've, I think I've resolved myself to the conclusion that getting kicked off is not going to happen. Okay, I've said some pretty outrageous what? shit over the outlandish shit. Over the years, you know, that, that, you know, when it comes to insults, you know, of, of certain politicians and all that, I've been known to be an insulting prick. And if that, if all the insults over the years, and I've been, let's see, I've insulted, I insulted George W. Bush. Yes, I did. I insulted Bill Clinton. Well, Bill Clinton was before my, before my broadcast. Never mind. Uh, but I was on the air during, uh, when Bush was getting, was getting out. I I was on when when during the Obama years, okay. And through the Trump years and and I'm still here. Because I will fight for what's right. And I think people are sick and tired of seeing conservative broadcasters getting shit all over. Well, I'm getting sick and tired of the American people getting shit all over. Okay. Uh, Cherokee Rose said on on um, on Twitch. Let me see if I can get back to it here. Definitely, America lasts with this administration, and 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 it's it, that's the fact. As far as Joe Biden is concerned, we the American people are the last ones he cares about. He won't come right out and say it. What's even? She says he, even worse. Special needs children, special needs children's education here in America is really being neglected. She says, "I know my youngest son is is special needs." And she's right. Special needs children are also being neglected severely. Uh, as far as their educational needs are concerned. And I'm sorry to say this, but if the teachers union is okay, if all the teachers unions are okay with teaching illegal alien minors over our born and bred American children, guess what? Guess what I don't like about that picture? And I will tell every, I will tell the teachers unions to kiss my fat fucking ass and I'll mark the spot twice 
One spot on the right cheek and one spot on the left cheek. Just to guarantee you that they kiss my ass accordingly. Cherokee Rose went on to say, and I see articles in the news every day, other special needs parents saying the same, saying same from all over the country. And yeah, I see the same articles. I see a lot of articles like that. You know, when it comes to special needs children, let me tell you something right now. Special needs children, just like any child, deserves a proper education. They don't deserve being treated like second-class citizens in their own country. But the Biden dictatorship is making it that way. Now, one final thing. Uh, it, it, you know, it's mental and emotional damage that's being perpetrated upon our children in America today with this online learning shit. Now, granted, when you're an adult, you can choose to go to college online or in person. That's your choice. But when you're a child, you only have one choice in life. And that's either go to a physical brick-and-mortar school so you can be with your friends, your, your peers. Because they need that. They need human contact, so to speak. I'm just glad we didn't have the internet back in the day when I was growing up. Okay? I'm just glad we didn't have to go through this kind of online education back in the 70s. My education would have been screwed for sure. Well, it was screwed anyway, but it would would have been far worse. And Mike, she says, you're right. Exactly. Damage. There's a lot of damage being done. A gunslinger, I want to hear what you have to say on this. Fire away. Well, you know, when it comes to the point that you said that um, that kid had a <clears throat> had a Trump flag on his wall, if I was those, if I was that student's parents, I'd probably need bail money. Okay, but I give that fucking principal a part of my mind. There ain't no doubt about that. And that's going to be the dirty part. Okay. They seem to forget that these people, they pay this little thing called school taxes. Okay. The school is not paying them, the parents, the parents are paying the school literally thousands of dollars a year. Okay. Sometimes more depends on where you are. And for them some bitches to come in there and say, if I was a parent, in my house, I own that kid's room. I own that kid until he's 18 years of age. Okay? I supply him with food, clothes, water, shelter, the whole nine yards. I own the goddamn paint on that wall. And them motherfuckers have the audacity to come into my fucking house and tell me that I need to take something down because it offends them. <laughs> Give me double bell money. Okay. That old shit ain't gonna that shit wouldn't work in the gunslinger's house. Ain't no doubt about that. Okay. I mean, come on. Who are these people? Who I mean, do they own your kids? Well, you know, sometimes they think they do, don't they? 
I mean, I can see if you come got out of bed and you're buck naked, well, well, yeah, gee whiz, that might be a little bit extreme. But uh, a Trump flag? Hell, I got a Trump flag right over here hanging from the ceiling. Trump 2020, keep America great. <laughs> I'll be the you don't you don't want to tell me I need to take that down. That'd be the last goddamn person you tell to take down. Okay, I got news for you. But for these fucking people to do that is just totally amazing. I just don't understand where these. Well, what have I said many, 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 many times? They're control freaks. It's my way or the highway, according to them. Well, fuck your highway. I'll take another road. Uh, I don't have to take your fucking highway. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, Cherokee Rose agrees agrees with you 100% on this. She said, yep, what a waste. The taxes we pay for school. And, and I agree. You know what? Here, here's, a, here's a thought. For every parent that has their child stuck at home doing online schooling, when they should be in classrooms, here's, here's a thought. What are you paying tax, school tax for? I'd turn around and I'd keep the money for the school tax, put it into a separate a separate account, and let it pile up. Just take every dollar of school tax and stack it up in the into a bank account like cord like cords of wood. And you know what you do with that money? You ha- you save it for your kid. You save it for your kid because until the school until they go back to school physically into a brick and mortar building that's what i would do and by the way gentlemen we have been joined in on on twitch by iggy mom now To uh, to another article we go. You're going to like this. According to One American News Network, Navarro says Fauci is a psychopath, must be held accountable. Oh, I like this. Get a load of this, guys. Trump trade advisor Peter Navarro revealed what he believes are the true intentions of Anthony Fauci's push to stir up more coronavirus fears. From the first time I met him, he just did not make a lot of sense. We've seen all of his flip-flops, Navarro said. My new theory is that he's simply a psychopath. He just lies to advance his own interests. Navarro said Fauci first downplayed coronavirus, then said it would take years to develop a vaccine, and now he's trying to steal credit for the vaccine. He added, in reality, Fauci was helping China to create COVID-19. So Fauci is a psychopath. Fauci created the Wuhan lab gain of function genetically engineered virus, Navarro stated. 
if you allow the Chinese communists working with the People's Liberation Army to go in and screw around with a bioweapon using your gain of function, which is which was slipped past President Trump behind his back, guess what? You're going to get deadly and dangerous viruses that are then going to mutate and continue to thwart our efforts to get herd immunity through, the, through things like vaccines and people who are already being infected. Fauci went on, excuse me, Navarro went on to add, Fauci must be held accountable for all his lies. And I couldn't agree more. Peter Navarro said a mouthful, but he spoke volumes. Anthony Fauci is, is nothing more than a shrill. He's nothing more than, than, than a, you know, you know what he, you know what he is? He's a media mouthpiece. He's nothing more than a, 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 a shit stain on, on the, on a shit stain in the underwear of the mainstream media. I know that's pretty gross to say, but hey, I'm like an umpire in baseball. I call him as I see him. All right, guys. Gun, let's start with you. What do you think? Of, what, give, give, give America your thoughts of Anthony Fauci and what Navarro said of him. Well, uh, Fucci, Fauci, whatever, <laughs> can be summarized in just a couple of three words quack 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 he's a fucking quack okay at first he says you don't have to have a mask then he fucking turns 360 he says you need a mask then he turns another 360 now you need two masks now you need four need one for your ass need one for your ears i mean this this idiot don't know what the fuck he's talking about i mean i'm not a doctor and i, I probably know more than that some bitch does okay because I use reason, logic, and common sense. So there's a seems like there's a shortage of that these days. And you know, I would be a bit surprised if they. If they he, he looks like he would. He was. He's working on something like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde kind of type of deal. Okay. So when you have people like that, that you know, it really is amazing that they, you know, they don't know themselves. This is only. This is what I've always said, and I've always said it, and I'll say it again. Doctors don't know every fucking thing. They're merely practicing medicine. Yeah, they're a lot smarter than they was fifty, hundred years ago, sure, or even longer than that. Okay, back then they used to, if you had some type of ailment, they'd fucking bleed the blood out of you. Okay, thinking that they could chase the evil spirits out of you or some bullshit like that, <laughs> wind up killing them. Yeah, yeah, wound up killing probably most of their patients. Okay, now we progressed a long way since then. Okay, I don't think they use that kind of shit anymore. But even to today's you know modern medicine and everything, they still don't know it all. <clears throat> I mean, if we knew it all, we'd have a cure for cancer, wouldn't we? And all this other elements. Hell, they can't even cure the common cold for God's sakes. <clears throat> and how long has the common cold been around? Thousands of years. <laughs> I mean, get I mean, get, get real. Uh, so either they know or they don't know. They're hiding something. Could be. Who knows? 
I'm not a doctor, but I know that if something's been around for thousands of years and they're so high and mighty that, oh, yeah, we can, well, we can cure any fucking thing. Well, why don't you, can't you cure the common cold then? <laughs> Pretty simple. Just a cold, just a bug, right? I mean, come on. So, yeah, I mean, Dr. Fauci is, he's, you know, I, like I said, he's a quack. Quack, quack, quack. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Mike. What do you say? You know, I agree with him. I, I agree with God. If he walks like a duck and he talks like a duck and he swims like a duck, then by God, he's a damn duck. Right? You know, I mean, this guy is a quack. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about half the time. And in terms of the uh, in terms of the vaccine, he's he's trying to defend one particular vaccine over the other. Even though, yeah, yeah, God, I saw that article you put into one of your chat rooms about the uh, about that reaction to the uh, to the Johnson and Johnson virus. But, oh yeah. But but that doesn't belie the fact that Operation Warp Speed comes around, and now we have what three vaccines? Quote end quote vaccines. For this virus, now that's not going to say that it, the virus isn't going to mutate and the vaccines aren't going to work. But we got three vaccines, and who's and who's who who did that for us? President Trump and one this idiot in the White House. Hell no, Fauci uh, had nothing to do with it. You know, other than the fact of him wanting. One vaccine over the other one because he's tied to fucking uh, uh, Bill Gates and crap. And Bill Gates was developed, had one of the companies develop, helped one of the companies develop the vaccine. But that's that's neither here nor there. Fauci needs to get his ass and go the hell away someplace and get out of his 15 minutes of fame are up and they've been up 15 minutes ago, right? So, back to you, George. Well, yeah, I mean, Fauci. See, this is what 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 I think of Fauci, what I really think of Fauci. He's he's like the idiot version of the Three Stooges, rolled into one character. Okay, he is Mo, Larry, and Curly. But in a but not in a comical way. He is quite literally the biggest buffoon to walk this earth. Now, if you if you really think about it, he's not the only one. Lately, even that Dr. Bricks is a is a is a complete buffoon. She's no better than he is. Okay? They they're, they they talk shit now that they're no longer dealing with uh, President Trump and and that's I'm sorry, that's just wrong on every level. They couldn't speak like that when they were working for him because they knew that they'd end up getting fired. But, here's the thing. 
they go on CNN and MSNBC and they talk all kinds of dumb shit and they make they make they 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 try to make themselves sound oh so knowledgeable and so important that they have all the facts and all this other shit and the only thing they got is a is a is a pound of sawdust for brains okay that's all they got sawdust for brains I mean, if I had, if I had a dime for every time I heard Fauci flip-flop on anything, he said, shit, I'd, I'd have enough money for a case of coffee by now. I'm not kidding. This boy is this boy's brain cells disappeared a long time ago. Like you see, like you used to say, gunslinger about uh, Maxine Waters. His cheese slipped off the cracker a long time ago. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. His his that, the rascal done ate that cheese off a long time ago. You bet. Uh, like I said, he's a quack. I wouldn't trust him to, to fix a goddamn income, ingrown toenail with based upon what he said over the past year or so. I just wouldn't do it. You know, you got to prove to me that you can be trusted, okay? Well, I think this is this this, this will do this, or I think you won't have a reaction. No, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Not good enough. Show me concrete evidence. Give me, set me down with four of the leading expert, and you explain to me how this is so damn safe and how this is what this will do and what this won't do. Don't words at me. Hey, I'm a technical. I can understand it, but they won't do that. I mean, they won't do it. So, no, you know, no thanks. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Mm -hmm. Well, if you think it's bad now, okay, it's gonna it's only gonna it's only gonna get worse. It really is. It's only gonna get worse. That's that's the bottom line here. Alright. Now there is a and I'm gonna pull this up in, in a second here. And I'm gonna play this. It would seem that the Biden press office is continuing to stonewall press inquiries from right-of-center outlets. Okay? So, here is One American News Network's take on it, and... Uh, turn the wrong thing down, darn it. It only gets worse from here, so here goes nothing. This is One American News Network's take on uh, the stonewalling of the press. And I'll give you a little hindsight into that based on the first news conference that Biden held, which was a joke. 
But here goes. As even leftist uh, media are growing impatient with the Biden White House's lack of transparency, this is nothing new to One America News' chief White House correspondent, Chanel Rian, who brings us more behind-the-scenes insight into the Biden press office. Just how sincere is the Biden White House about bridging the political division? Based on what Biden's press secretary has said, you'd think they were committed to reaching out to voters on the other side, starting with the president himself. He's not just speaking to people who voted for him. He's speaking to all of the American people, including the 74 million who didn't vote for him. On the very day Saki made this diplomatic overture to non-Biden voters, One American News' president, Charles Herring, sent Saki and her head assistant a letter requesting a meeting to discuss ways in which OAN could continue to cover the Biden White House. Born of the simple desire to establish a professional relationship that ensured OAN could continue to accurately report the facts in its daily White House coverage. Mr. Herring secured meetings with prior press secretaries to establish just such a dialogue between the administration and the network, a practice transcending politics. Mr. Herring's request received no response. When I personally hand-delivered this letter to Saki's office, the letter was received again but elicited no response. The letter listed a series of concerns regarding the vandalism of OAN's tent and internet by members of the White House press corps. Given that one of the White House press office's primary tasks is to respond to media inquiries, especially those with whom it may view as adversarial, this was highly unusual. In between these outreaches, OAN sent repeated questions regarding policy or confirmation of facts to the Biden press office, as is customary. Again, no response. Compare this with the Trump administration. Even the most adversarial members of the press corps would receive a response of some kind. That the Biden press office refuses to engage with OAN is not a singular story. OAN is one of many non-leftist outlets the Biden press office refuses to engage with. Speaking on condition of anonymity for fear of retribution, three known media outlets, one left-leaning and two right-leaning, told One American News the response rate of the Biden press office to basic policy inquiries or White House inquiries have been virtually non-existent. When Playboy columnist Brian Karam sent a letter endorsed by a range of reporters from Christian outlets to international correspondents, wrote to Saki on the injustice of their restrictions on accessing the White House itself, Saki did respond with, thanks again for your letter, she wrote, I hope you know our objective is to ensure we have as many people in the White House as possible. Leaving out, of course, only a few of them will have meaningful interactions with this White House. Even right-of-center Fox News, invited to attend Joe Biden's first solo press conference, was notably snubbed. Biden called upon a carefully curated list of hand-picked reporters from left-leaning outlets. So much for reaching the 74 million Americans who did not vote for Biden. Based on these interactions, this White House has proven itself neither transparent nor unifying. And until they act as they speak, they continue to preach from the altar of insincerity. Chanel Rion, One American News, Washington. Okay. <clears throat> so here we have... Okay, here we have a, a a literal snubbing of conservative outlets. Okay. By definition, Fox News is still technically a conservative outlet. That being said, 
uh, Peter Ducey, son of Steve Ducey from Fox News Channel, never got to ask a single question, was never called on once during that press conference. A press conference, by the way, this network did carry. I showed that press conference. And while waiting and waiting and waiting, I had to, I, I had to go into a comedic bit of fun just to, just to keep from losing my marbles, okay? I literally had to do a, a bit of stand-up, so to speak, just to pass the time because I had no idea what this white-haired fool was going to say. And you can see the press conference, by the way, and my little bit of fun antics uh, on rumble.com slash the FFNOIBN. You'll find it there. Let me just say for the record, this White House is not reaching out to the 74 plus million people who voted for Trump. This White House is alienating them all, all of us. Okay, every single one of us. My Trump hat, because it kind of flopped down and kept falling off of my my uh, shelf here for some reason or another, is sitting off on the side of the uh, of the studio. But I'll tell you something. I'd sooner trust Trump and his and his administration, his press secretary. Kaylee McEnany, the White House communications office under Trump, before I'd ever, ever trust the Biden dictatorship and their bullshit. Conservative outlets are being left out of, of the loop. They're left out in the cold. And it is unfortunate but that's the way the Democrats, in general, have been operating. They would rather answer questions, softball questions, from the left-leaning mainstream media than to answer a question or two from, say, Peter Ducey, or anyone from One American News, or even Newsmax. During that press conference, guys, let me tell you something. He had a list with the reporter's picture it was like a cheat sheet basically that's what it was it was a cheat sheet because he wouldn't remember who's with what outlet <laughs> left to his own devices the man is in is completely incompetent and so is his white house administration in a way the White House Communications Office is censoring conservative media outlets. Completely leaving them out in the cold and not letting them ask their questions. That press conference was nothing more than a sham. And it, no, no president, no president has gone this long without a press conference, a news conference, it's in a hundred years. Okay. The last time something, a president did this was a hundred years ago when they didn't hold a press conference, a new, a, a press conference. 
from the time they, they, they were, the inauguration took place right up to when they had their, their news conference. Okay? A hundred years. Joe Biden, from what I understand, beat that record by one day. All right, guys, you heard what this young lady said from One American News. Now I want to hear from you. Mike, let's start with you. <coughs> you said he's, you said that you, you almost said another word for incompetent, and you said incontinent, which means a totally different thing, which, but, but basically I think this administration is that. It's, it's both incompetent and incontinent, but that's, that's, we can argue that point at a later date. You know, this is, this is, even, even, even when we were dealing with the asshole that is Jim Acosta, and Trump dealt with him, though. He dealt with him well, pretty well at times, but he dealt with him. He let, he let him ask his questions. Yeah, he, he, Later on in his uh, first term, and this what that was his first term. He is going to run again, and we'll get to that at another time. But Trump, and later on in his first term, he never let he let him ask the question, but he never let Jim Acosta have a follow up. All right, he got tired of Jim Acosta. Now this is too soon for whomever to be getting tired of Steve Ducey or whoever One America News has there or whoever Newsmax has there or uh, CBN or whomever, you know. Uh, so it's too soon for that. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that they're handling the press these press conferences, like they handled his, or handled his, uh, him running for presidency. I mean, basically, this is this is the press the press room version of sticking Joe Biden in in the basement, right? Not having him have a press conference since the beginning of his, almost since the beginning of his thing, uh, his. His administration is basically them sticking him in the press room version of the basement. You know, oh, and generally speaking, and and we're, I think we're going to, I think there's a possibility that we start to see the, not just, not just Fox and CBN and all these uh, Newsmax and all these other ones, all the conservative ones. You know, I think we start to see other uh, liberal, more liberal uh, press outfits. Because they still want to ask, yeah, they'll ask him softball questions, but they still want to ask him questions. They still want to ask him those softball questions. And if he's not having the press conferences, how can they ask the questions, right? I mean... Mm. Isn't it logical? I mean, well, but then again, this is this is Democrats we're talking about, and Democrats and logic are like 
uh, water and electricity. They don't mix. And Gunn can talk more on that when, when when I hand it over to him. But yeah, these guys, this 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 press room deal is this press deal is yeah, it's bad not having the conservative media in there, but doesn't even matter if they're not even holding the press conferences. Right? <clears throat> well, here, here's the thing. And by the way, yes, I almost said incontinent. But that kind of fits. It does kind of fit Joe Biden in, in a way. He has incontinence. He lets the bulls... I swear to God, he really does let bullshit flow real well out of his mouth. I mean, seriously. Bullshit. Just flows from Joe Biden's lips ever so nicely. The only thing missing is a, is a roll of toilet paper on the podium. So he can wipe his mouth. But you did not hear that from me. Even though you did. <laughs> All right, Gunslinger. Fire away, brother. Well, yeah, he's all those and above and more. Because, I mean, we go on on and on and on, list after list after, after the screwball fuck-up things that he's done. And he's not, well, he's been there about three months now. He's got to be the most fucked-up president that has ever been in that office in America's history. Totally fucked up. I mean, it's it's like a clown. It's like we're seeing a a three ring circus. Before those before those reporters and everything. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all biased against conservatives. You know they are. Just like I've said, and I'll say it again. Just like conservatives and their agenda. It's like well, oil and water or water and electricity. They don't mix. They have they have completely two opposite views of the situation. The same situation, but. Two different ends of the horse, <laughs> okay? One's obviously right, and the other one's wrong. Mm. But they're not going. They're always going to put the conservatives down. Go, I mean, look through all through every every social media that you can face, uh, face, especially Facebook. Okay, look at them son of bitches how they target conservatives. Okay, just for simply saying something simple, like I did. I'm now a Facebook jail veteran. Okay, sorry bastards. For just for speaking the truth. That's nothing made up. Wasn't no conspiracy bullshit. You know, I read exactly word for word verbatim what I said. Just a few, just a few words. Thirty days in, in Facebook jail. Now that tells you, and I'm a conservative. You damn right. I'll be the first one to tell. <laughs> you damn right. Double damn right. But see how they target me. But they'll let all this other shit flow on Facebook. You know, half-naked women, which I ain't got no problem with. But the kids also see that kind of stuff, too. You know, and, you know, swash stickers and, and, and all kinds of, you know. You know I'm, I'm shocked that they haven't been banned, not just put in jail. But my little simple words, because I'm a Confederate, is targeted. They target me, just like they target everybody else that's conservative. It's fucked up. Totally fucked up. Go ahead. Yeah, the, 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 the anti-conservative agenda 
that has been out there for years uh, is certainly very obvious. I mean, we see it day in, day out. And now with the Biden dictatorship in control, of course, we're going to see more of it, a lot more of it. And <clears throat> social media outlets like Twitter and Facebook are, are going to be, uh, they're going to be basically emboldened to, to get away with more of that crap. Okay? They're going to continue and continue and continue to target, to target conservatives. You know, what, what, what I'm very surprised with, and, and i got to be careful what I say because eventually one day Facebook may decide, oh, George Sensor is a conservative. Silence him. Put him in Facebook jail. Done. But, thankfully, knock on wood, even, if it's, even though it's not real wood, the bottom line is, I've been very lucky. But I don't comment on a lot of stuff either. Especially in the political spectrum. Why? Because I'm cautious. And I choose my words ever so carefully. Now, having said that, I've been targeted on, I was targeted on YouTube. There I got targeted pretty good. And who by? The left-leaning media. Just a reminder of why I don't broadcast this show on that on that anymore. Three months in YouTube jail for just just for sharing a State of the Union address by then President Donald Trump, and it wasn't even CNN's feed. It was Fox News. Now, if Fox News had a problem with it, they could have, they could have made the claim themselves, but they didn't. So CNN did it for them. And I said I'd never go back to YouTube broadcasting-wise, and I haven't. And Cherokee Rose just said something that, that I'll, I'll say it, she took the words right out of my mouth. And now conservatives are divided between like 50 different smaller platforms. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm on, I, I use primarily the following platforms for social media. Parlor, now that it's, since it's been back. I, I use them whenever possible. MeWe, Gab, and Rumble. Rumble, for the broadcast to be put up on there. <clears throat> and, of course, any video op-eds I do and uh, any fun stuff that I do, too, you know, from time to time. Got to throw a little fun in there. MeWe and Gab, I post the links to the broadcast. <laughs> I still put them on Facebook as well, but Facecrook is just that. Facecrook. And that's that's the name they should adopt. Facecrook. Honest to God, that's what it is.
And there are people on Facebook I wouldn't have anything to do with. And a lot of them are liberals. With good reason. All right. So, on to the next item for discussion. Now, mind you, it's going to take a minute because I, I thought I saved it and didn't. Now I'm going to have to uh, attempt finding it again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're not. This is a story. I. I this is one. Of, this is not the story I was looking for, but. This is going to, uh, this is probably not going to be much of a surprise, considering who it is. But, um, the mastermind behind the Watergate situation, the Watergate mastermind, G. Gordon Liddy, has died at the age of 90. Yep. For those of you like me who grew up in the in the time in, in the days of of Watergate, probably remember this name all too well. G. Gordon Liddy, a mastermind of the Watergate burglary, and a radio talk show host after emerging from prison, died Tuesday at the age of ninety. His son Thomas Liddy confirmed the death but did not reveal the cause other than to say it was not related to COVID-19. Liddy, a former FBI agent and Army veteran, was convicted of conspiracy, burglary, and illegal wiretapping for his role in the Watergate burglary, which led to the resignation of President Richard Nixon. He spent four years and four months in prison, including more than 100 days in solitary confinement. I'd, I'd do it again for my president, he said years later. After his release, Liddy became a popular, often provocative radio talk show host. He also worked as a security consultant, writer, and actor. Liddy was outspoken and controversial, both as a political operative under Nixon and as a radio personality. Liddy recommended assisting, excuse me, Liddy recommended, oh boy, I'm doing good today. Pop, that, pop them words out, George. Come on, you can do this. Liddy recommended assassinating political enemies, bombing a left-leaning think tank, and kidnapping war protesters. His White House colleagues ignored such suggestions. One of his ventures, the break-in at Democratic headquarters at the Watergate building in June 1972, was approved. The burglary went awry, which led to an investigation, a cover-up, and Nixon's register... Yeah, I can talk. Come on, George. <laughs> yeah, right? Tell me about it. <laughs> and Nixon's reg oh, re resignation uh, in 1974, 
This is getting so bad, folks. I'm telling you. Liddy, a former... Uh, now, wait a minute. I skipped a line here. No, I didn't. Uh-oh. No, I didn't. It, it's just a repeat of some information. Now, Liddy, again, a former FBI agent and Army veteran, was convicted of conspiracy of burglary and illegal wiretapping in his role in the Watergate burglary. He was also convicted of conspiracy in, in the September 1971 burglary of defense analyst Daniel Ellsberg's psychi- psychiatrist, who leaked the secret history of the Vietnam War known as the Pentagon Papers. Liddy spent four years and four months in prison, as, as I said before, including more than 100 days in solitary confinement. He said he'd do it again for his president. Now, after his release, with his piercing dark eyes, bushy mustache, and shaved head, became a popular, pro- provocative, and controversial radio talk show host. Now, on air, he offered tips on how to kill federal firearms agents, rode around with car tags saying H2O gate, Watergate, and scorned people who cooperated with prosecutors. Born in Hoboken, New Jersey, George Gordon, Lid- George Gordon Battle Liddy was a frail boy who grew up in a neighborhood populated mostly by German-Americans. From friends and a maid who was a German national, Liddy developed a curiosity about German leader Adolf Hitler and was inspired by listening to Hitler's radio speeches in the 1930s. If an entire nation could be changed, lifted out of weakness to extraordinary strength, so could one person, Liddy wrote in Will, his autobiography. Liddy decided it was critical to face his fears and overcome them. At age 11, Liddy roasted a rat and ate it to overcome his fear of rats. From now on, rats could fear me as they feared cats, he wrote. After attending Fordham University and serving a stint in the Army, Liddy graduated from the Fordham University Law School and then joined the FBI. He ran unsuccessfully for Congress from New York in 1968 and helped organize Nixon's presidential campaign in the state. When Nixon took office, Liddy was named a special assistant to Treasury and served under Treasury Secretary David M. Kennedy. Liddy later moved to the White House, then to Nixon's re-election campaign, where his official title was General Counsel. Liddy was head of a team of Republican operatives known as the Plumbers, whose mission was to find leakers of information embarrassing to the Nixon administration. Among Liddy's specialties were gathering political intelligence and organizing activities to disrupt or discredit Nixon's Democratic opponents. While recruiting a woman to help carry out one of his schemes, Liddy tried to convince her that no one could force him to reveal her identity or anything else against his will. To convince her, Liddy held his hand over a flaming cigarette lighter. His hand was badly burned. The woman turned down the job. Liddy became known for such offbeat suggestions as kidnapping war protest organizers and taking them to Mexico 
during the Republican National Convention. Assassinating investigative journalist Jack Anderson and firebombing the Brookings Institution, a left-leaning think tank in Washington where classified documents leaked by Ellsberg were being stored. Liddy and fellow operative Howard Hunt, along with the five arrested at Watergate, were indicted on federal charges three months after the June 1972 break-in. Hunt and his recruits pleaded guilty in January 1973, and James McCord and Liddy were found guilty. Nixon resigned on August 9, 1974. After the failed break-in attempt, Liddy recalled telling White House counsel John Dean, if someone wants to shoot me, just tell me what corner to stand on, and I'll be there, okay? Dean reportedly responded, I don't think we've gotten there yet, Gordon. Liddy, became, Liddy claimed in an interview with CBS 60 Minutes that Nixon was insufficiently ruthless and should have destroyed tape recordings of his conversations with top aides. Liddy learned to market his reputation as a fearless, if sometimes overzealous, advocate of conservative causes. Liddy's syndicated radio talk show, broadcast from Virginia-based WJFK, was long, was, was long one of the most popular in the country. He wrote best-selling books, acted in television shows like Miami Vice, was a frequent guest lecturer on college campuses, started a private eye franchise, and worked as a security consultant. For a time, he teamed on the lecture circuit with an unlikely partner, 1960s LSD guru Timothy Leary. In the mid-1990s, Liddy told gun-touting radio listeners to aim for the head when, encounter, when encountered by agents of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Headshots, headshots, he stressed, explaining that most agents were, wear bulletproof res resistant vests. And I have to... Excuse, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, folks, for the dead air and my going off camera, but unfortunately, my allergies decided to uh, kick in at the wrong second. Ugh. Where was I? Oh, yes. Explaining that most agents wear bullet-resistant bullet vests under their jackets, Liddy said later he wasn't encouraging people to hunt agents, but added that if an agent comes to someone with deadly force, you should defend yourself and your rights with deadly force. Liddy always took pride in his role in Watergate. He once said, I am proud of the fact that I am the guy who did not talk. G. Gordon Liddy, dead at the age of 90. Now, having read all that, here's what I've come away with. The guy was nuts. Okay? The guy was an absolute flake. Why anybody would listen to a radio show he hosted is beyond me. Anyone who listened to G. Gordon Liddy on, on radio at the time needs to have their head examined.
G. Gordon Liddy was a criminal, plain and simple. The fact that he was he was tied that he was somehow tied at that time to the Republican Party was a was a sad day for the Republicans. It was a sad day for the Republicans with Nixon. It was a sad day in general. I'm glad to say that the Republican Party has changed since those days and has vastly improved. I still would not be a member of the Republican Party, nothing personal, but I look at it like this. I've got every right as a conservative to stay with the party I'm in. I hate the fact that I get nothing but Democrat bullshit in the mail every election, but such is the unfortunate side of being an independent. But G. Gordon Liddy also provided one piece of unfortunate insight. He proved beyond the reasonable doubt that evil exists regardless of party regardless of party affiliation. If there are people like G. Gordon Liddy in the Republican Party, and the Republican Party finds out they need to expel them quickly, expediently, and without any explanation. We don't need that kind of that kind of insanity. And as far as his little statements about about the uh, ATF at the time, he's lucky the ATF didn't arrest him for making terrorist threats. And he should have been. But such is the situation at the time. Guys, he was one of the masterminds behind the, the Watergate break-in. He was a corrupt individual with no remorse. Isn't that the, the, the way the Democrats are today? Gunslinger, starting with you. Mm-hmm. Gun? Gun? Oops, had uh, yeah, absolutely. They're just exactly the way they are today. I mean, you know, they 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 just they just go and perpetrate one lie after another. I mean, tell me the tell me what truth that they have shown even today. They have it. It's just totally opposite. They're not in for the truth. They're in for the lies, bullshit, and lies. And they're pretty much proving it. Well, hell, they've already proved it. You see how they stole the election, and they did steal it. There's no doubt about that. You know, uh, President Trump won hands down. So they're a crook. They're a liar. They're a cheater. They're hypocrites. The list goes on and on and on. And every one of them's true, too. Go ahead. Mike, what are your thoughts? Mike, what are you? Well, well, I love Here's the here's the deal with uh with uh with Liddy. Yeah, I I might I might have listened to his show a couple times, but that was just in passing at the time. And, you know, it was a friend of mine or a friend of mine's daddy that might have had it on the radio, but that's that's neither here nor there. If you look at 
guys like him and where they are right now, I mean, think about it. But freaking uh, uh, Hillary Clinton had the bimbo eruptions uh, thing. The lady came up with the bimbo eruptions, you know, and put somebody in charge of that to smear these women. And that that person, if I'm not mistaken, is as proud of that as is as proud of that as Liddy is of what he did in Watergate. All right. I mean, it's not just that he's that guy, but he's also an ego guy. He was also a big ego guy too. I mean, why would he? Why would you? You know. Why would he not be an eagle guy if he had a a uh, a license plate that said H two O gate? You know, that's an ego thing. You know, big ego thing. You know, so this guy was not only evil, was not only a bad guy, was not, should have spent probably should have spent more time in jail than he did. I don't want to say put him to death, or as you've said, George, uh, uh, you know, with the terrorist threats. Now, granted, in the '90s, we saw how, how you know, how they how they used the FBI, how the Democrats used the FBI under Janet Reno and and the ATF and so the stuff under Janet Reno, and recently with uh, the Democrat uh, under Obama with the IRS and everything like that, all these three or four letter, you know, NSA, they used them like terrorists, like arms of a terrorist organization, which I don't want to say that the Democratic Party kind of is one, but take take that for what you will. And who knows? I mean, look, we can argue about whether or not uh, um, Nixon was a true conservative, and we could argue about. I, I maintain that all this stuff with China started under Nixon. Got really started under Nixon with the most favored trading partner crap. But that that's another. Like I said, that's another argument for another day, George. But yeah, this guy was an evil guy, and he was a bad guy. And I don't want to say he's gonna, he's burning in hell right now. But hey, if the shoe fits, right, George? Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, before I uh, close up shop here, uh, as I've done with Gunslinger and I continue to do, I'm going to offer you the same opportunity, Mike, uh, to offer a final thought for the evening. <clears throat> but before I go to the final thoughts, let me just say to everyone that's been tuned in tonight. Uh, my thanks for your for your being here, as always. Uh, Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Twitch.tv. Uh, of course, Mike and Gunslinger here on, on the broadcast with me. And uh, all of you watching and listening by archives. Having said that, we now go to final thoughts. So, Mike, I'll start with you and get your final thoughts, and then I'll, we'll get Gunslinger's final thoughts, and then I'll render mine. You know, if if uh, Liddy was uh, 
30 years younger, he, he would have been a Democrat. In fact, if he was 30 years younger, he probably would have been probably in the, uh, in the Clinton administration, right? Or close to it. Because we know of the criminal acts that the Clintons have done that can be proven, right? So, and how they've tried to cover up said criminal acts, including the criminal acts of Benghazi and other things, you know? So, criminal acts and Democrats go hand in hand, it seems. I mean, I'm not absolving the Republicans of any criminal acts, or be it. But it just seems like the Democrats have more criminal acts under their belt, under their respective belts, than the Republicans do at this point, particular point in time. You know, now you can make the argument that some Republicans should be Democrats. I'm all for that argument. See John McCain and others. But on the whole, criminal acts and Democrats are one and the same. Well, good night, George. All right, Mike. Thanks for tuning in, brother. Hopefully you'll come back tomorrow night and join us. Okay. All right. Just so you know, we're, we're, on, for, we're on for two hours a night for the next two weeks, uh, as opposed to the usual three. Uh, that's because of all the medical appointments I have and so forth. Gunslinger, you're up next with final thoughts. Well, you know, like I said, they they all are a bunch of they're they're just as crooked as a barrel of Texas diamondback rattlesnakes. You stick your hand in that barrel and they're gonna bite you. No doubt about that. And they have. So they're they are a destructive force. Very destructive. And we've seen it. I mean, look at look at all the shit they've done, all the way through the four years of President Trump, or what they're doing now, even before that. I mean, come on. There, it's just one lie after a vicious lie after a vicious lie. They're not building this country up. They're not trying to unify shit. They're tearing it down. They're fucking it up. Of course, that's their that's their middle name, demo fuck up rats, because they fuck up everything. <laughs> but on that, and one more note is. Down here in Texas, we have a law enforcement called the Texas Rangers, okay? Today, or two minutes ago, was their 198th birthday. you believe that? Texas Rangers are 198 years old. Wow. 198 years in operation, the Texas Rangers. That is impressive. Yep. Really? I, I, I can safely say I would not want to cross them boys the wrong way. No, 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 no. Those those folks of the Texas Rangers, they're tough. They're tough hombres. You don't want to mess with them. No, no. <laughs> Never mind getting your hand slapped. <laughs> they'll slap. They'll slap you upside the head, in the face, clenched fist to the jaw, and that's just to say hello to you. And that's and that's and that's and that's of course before they 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 put the handcuffs on you and show you a uh, warrant for your arrest if you've done something wrong. So 
there you have that. All right, in, in my final thought tonight, Gunslinger, and everyone out there, it's real simple. Our southern border is under siege. It is under siege courtesy of the Joe Biden dictatorship. I have from the from the second he signed that executive order stopping the border wall construction. He opened season on our borders. And it is disgusting. And it has to stop. To the Republican senators that went to the southern border and especially to Senator Ted Cruz. I'm glad you went down there. There was one person in that mix that I really wish hadn't gone down there, and that's uh, Murkowski. Or was it Collins? I don't remember which one she is. She's the the ugly broad that, that sides with the Democrats every chance she gets. She sounded so insincere when I heard her talk, it made my stomach turn. But the fact is, Senator Cruz, before the press went in there, did everything he could, and I think he did a damn good job trying of showing us the conditions that that are going on in Donna, Texas. America, we have got to reclaim our country. We've got to take our country back. The Democrats are taking it and dive-bombing it down the shitter. And if we sit idly by and say nothing, then we become no better than they are. Our silence gives them permission. Well, I'm not going to be silent. I know Gunslinger and Mike from Louisiana won't be silent. I know that Cherokee Rose and Iggy Mom will not be silent. So America, stand up, be heard, and keep being heard. If you see this situation at the border as more than just a crisis, but an invasion, you see it more than not only a crisis, an invasion, but you see it as a humanitarian disaster, and our country, the American people, being made to, to, to wait and are being made last, and you're tired of it, Demand the border wall completion and demand the border secured. It's that simple. Exercise your First Amendment right to be heard. And to all the conservative outlets out there that are not being allowed to ask questions, that are not being called on by this administration, do a Jim Acosta. Do a Jim Acosta on them. Turn around and say, excuse me, Mr. President. You call on everyone else. I've got a question. And don't be afraid to keep jumping up and demanding you be heard. This is ridiculous. And it has to end. Just calling on the liberal softball questioners is not getting the answers the American people deserve. 
And that's it for this edition of Firefox News Online. Again, my thanks to Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, Gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana, and of course all of you watching and listening by the archives. Remember, go to rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N where you can catch the archives of this broadcast in its entirety. And you get to see this happy-go-lucky host talking to you right now. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you on the Wednesday night edition where we'll either see it as Hump Day or Humped Day. Until next time. Y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that having been said, it's time for the outro. Pushing the nice, pushing the shiny white triangle button. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at Journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at Journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. So let it be written. So let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.